I don't get it. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to I Don't Get It. Hello, everyone. Long time no podcasting. Yeah, although you don't know this, this was recorded the night after the last podcast we made. Less so. than 24 hours. Yeah, after. so it feels good to be back. I'm Paul. I'm Fonda. Um, and tonight... Uh, we went and saw um, something a little different, I guess, for this podcast about dance. It was it was Flashdance the musical. Yeah. So more, I guess, more of a, a traditional theater piece than than we have typically taken in. It was presented by Broadway Across Canada and is sort of a touring show that is currently at the Jubilee Auditorium in Edmonton. Yeah, and I think like for us, sort of the the impetus to go see it was just that well, it is based on an iconic cult dance movie. Right, although, confession, I have never seen Flashdance. Yeah, it's been, like, 20 years since I've seen it, too, okay. to be honest. <laughs> I mean, there, there are certain, like, things that permeated into greater culture. There are certain, like, iconic moments and images and uh, things that, that I'm just aware of, even though I've never seen the movie. Yeah, and there's um, a fair amount of dance in the movie, which also was in the musical, although I kind of wish there was more dancing. Let's talk about... Flashdance, uh, Fonda. Well, Flashdance the musical. Well, yes. yeah. Okay. If you want, if we want to even call it that, mm. <laughs> I could call it something else. But um, so it started out actually. The very first moment was kind of cool. There was the welding moment. Sparks. We're seeing someone. That, we're seeing uh, the Alex character sort of welding at her job. Um, and then we go into into the story of you know she's a welder by day, she's a stripper by night. Um, she really wants to get into this ballet academy, but, you know, she's worried about following her dreams. And then, you know, this this fellow shows up who whose family owns the 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 like the mill, I guess, that they, they all work at. Yes, and, Nick Hurley owns mm, Hurley Steel. Oh, man, right <laughs> in the name. And 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 it all plays out from there. You know, there's a rival strip club, which is way more drugged up and, and problematic. That is temptation on the, the, the far side. And, you know, she really wants to do it herself and Nick Hurley wants to help her and there's drama and um and singing and uh and uh and some dancing I mean there was there were a fair number of dance styles um there were because Alex is um she's she's dancing at a strip joint um there's you know, that sort of style of dancing I would say it's kind of just like a little bit more skanky version of burlesque, a little bit more hard-hitting, sure, aggressive we're, we're burlesque. We're talking about sort of like a, a, a touring, family-friendly musical, more yeah, or less. So, yeah. so we're talking about um, extravagant costume more than we are any sort of like uh, taking off of clothing, mostly. Yeah. There's no real nudity at all in in the in the in the musical. Not that, and not um, really, you know, frankly, in the movie either. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But I, you know. Um, there, uh, it just wasn't maybe the strongest thing, I think, uh, to having not seen Flashdance, but um, a lot of the songs which are not from the movie, the sort of like the songs they wrote for this musical, 
Um, we're just not uh, not very strong. We're pretty we're pretty obvious um, mm-hmm. uh, obvious want songs or, or need songs and musicals and just like maybe not the most impressive things. Yeah, they were just kind of weak filler songs. Um, not not a lot of like really strong choral moments or anything. None of like and I mean the big musical numbers that you did get. I mean there were a couple. There was one that the men did in the steel mill. It was a song about justice, and they that was kind of a good one because they all got on the um yeah that song they, was in fact called justice oh well oh, there you go thank you thank you for checking on that paul good mm-hmm. job um yeah and i mean like that one was all right and but there were there were moments that you know you re- kind of really wanted them to hit a little longer or a little better like the big water moment she does with um right. so the, she, the image of her sort of pulling the chain and you know during her routine sitting in the chair and sort of arcing her back while this wall of water falls yeah, on her. Yeah, all the water. But And the thing is, you know, she's supposed to, like, really freaking toss the water with her hair, and that just didn't happen. It was the moment right before intermission, of course, because they have to clean up all the water and blow dry her hair. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but, okay, so 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 that's, like, a, those are, like, critiques of the musical aspect of this. We, we are a podcast about dance. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's talk about the movement that was in, in sort of a, a touring Broadway musical. Okay. Um, um, that's inherently based on a very uh, a dance movie from the 80s which yes. seems like a particular style of of dance. Right. So there were some there were some moments in in the musical where they had like big dance numbers. They were kind of um, like break dancing street dance style stuff yep. that happened um, that was probably a little bit more current, more updated from the 80s version that would have appeared in the movie. Um, there was there was some pop and lock stuff. There were ballet dancers, there were dancers on point um, depicting the school that Alex wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, there were there was mentioned her sort of the routines mm-hmm. at the club which were yeah sort of like more burlesque numbers they felt yeah sort of like. yeah the the gal who was playing alex carly dinardo um she was she's a great dancer she's kind of more of a petite um like a, like a shorter gal but mm-hmm. she's a little firecracker she she could really move um and yeah overall though i think one of the things that even just that you you know with my sort of like small knowledge and small fanship of of what the movie was and stands for the film had perfect like dancers career dancers in it and the the musical itself i don't know you have the triple threats you have people who can sing and act and dance and they all there's got to be a balance though they're not all like dancers by trade the Mm -hmm. dancing the dancing and the choreography in this was sort of mediocre at best I guess yeah. I would say. I mean, the burlesque numbers, we have amazing burlesque dancers in Edmonton that I thought could have killed some of those numbers. <laughs> it's interesting, I guess, for, for me, comparing, I guess, seeing something like this after watching so much professional and contemporary dance in the past year and a half, um, is just actually being able to notice that it's like, oh, it's yeah, it's just sort of like it's not quite there. The range isn't the same. The movement isn't the same. And I mean, you know, when, when you're having in a in the context of a touring Broadway musical, someone sort of mimicking a, or presenting a ballet dancer sort of vision for, you know, 15 to 30 seconds, it isn't going to be obviously, you know, given the same sort of treatment that someone who is part of the an actual ballet corpse is going to mm-hmm. going to present. Um, but yeah, it's still, it's still sort of lack that like 
that like crispness, that panache, that even even mm. what they were doing didn't feel like it was maybe the tightest uh, presentation of of that 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 could have been. Yeah, and I mean, it being sort of based on the era that it was, the the choreography, the, um, the choreography was quite conventional. There was nothing really risky or interesting about it, other than the fact that she. In the end, the dance that she does to audition for the big ballet school right. is supposed to be sort of like a non, non-conventional non dance, and it's different than all the other ballet dancers that are already in the school. And that's, you know, that's what gets her in, is that she's different and she's really she good. She has the passion. She has the spark. You know? yeah. She doesn't have the ballet training, yeah. but she has that fire she's inside experience her. experience from the street, because they talk about a lot about her experience um, from, like, living, you know, living life and, and living as a welder and working hard and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, overall, it just... Be, between like the songs just not being terribly engaging <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and and the dance like wanting to see more from the dance uh, I think that I mean you have to give it up in the film you know Jennifer Beale's character has three body doubles um, in that movie at, to convey that dance and there's editing and all that sort of stuff so sure, yeah. when you actually see the scene uncut full out one dancer doing it i mean she was good she did the, she did the audition dance but it's just sort of like oh it wasn't as it wasn't as flashy as it wasn't as flash dancey if you will flash dancey yeah um <laughs> could have used both more flash and dance yeah okay so there was that. i mean honestly in all honesty <laughs> like final words i guess I don't think, like, I mean, I expected a super cheesy 80s musical. Mm-hmm. I totally did. I didn't expect it to be, like, the highest art or no, whatever. No, of course, you yeah. Know. It's Flashdance um, the musical. Mm-hmm. There, You know, expectations are framed accordingly. Yeah, but I think I think it's just this weakness overall is the musical itself um, mm-hmm. uh, really made it... Um, just yeah, not not a great not a great show. <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, I would say I got it, but uh, mm. there wasn't that much to get, or really to be like. I'm glad I got it. You were really happy for them in the end, you know. Like you were, you were just like, oh, okay, they got it. Yep, everything worked they out. They got everything they wanted. It was nice, but you didn't care that what much. What maniacs? Maniacs. We are. Yeah. Um, great. Okay, what, so that what was flash. Feeling dance. you got. From Good, good. Okay, Keep I'm, riffing on songs. I'm done. We're done. That. Okay, we're uh, done. Justice. <laughs> justice song. Um, all right, yeah. So, so, uh, so Fonda, what's coming up in the next little while in, in dance? Um, well, a couple things in December, really. It is, the, it is the holiday season, so everyone's kind of, you know, um, either winding down and hiding away uh, from winter, or mm-hmm. they're doing things like the Mile Zero Dance Salon. Um, which Those is are called, the two things people are doing. Yeah, they're either like hunkering down or they're going to the MZD. Yeah, yeah. There's the you know, yeah. There's this thing called Hig, I think, or whatever. It's like a you know okay. a Norwegian or like Northern Scandinavian thing. It's about like hunkering down and being comfy during okay. winter. So they're either doing Hig. I don't even know if I'm I pronouncing like, that I right. Word. I that word today. <laughs> or they're doing like the Miles Zero Dance Salon, which is uh, on uh, December 19th and 20th at C103, um, and it's called Coming of Age. So things will be um, the theme will be centering around things like coming of age. Right, and the salons historically have been wildly eclectic. Um, you know, some of them are, are very dancey, some of them are sort of pulling from other disciplines, but they've always been really fascinating to to watch mm-hmm. the sort of the 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 curated mix of 
of different sort of performances that end up in that uh, in the salons. Yeah, the salons are always a good night, and it's like the weekend right before the holiday, like the Christmas holiday, really. So it should be a fun time. Um, what else is coming up, Paul? Well, uh, Fonda. Um, on December 12th to 14th at the Jubilee we, uh, is the Nutcracker, um, yes. the the iconic Christmas dance show. The, the one ballet that every company in North America, and probably Europe too, is, oh, sure. is still doing. Yeah. It's got a great score. It's Tchaikovsky. It's yeah. one of the big Tchaikovsky ballets. So right, cool. right. And um, um, we promised that there would be a special announcement. And that Do was, you, it's that, it's that. Do you uh, want to make that part? Sure, <laughs> yes. On the December 12th uh, Nutcracker, Fonda and I will be on stage during that uh, for a party scene. Yes. Alberta Ballet sent us an email inquiring if we wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we said we would. Uh, and so we had to send in costume measurements. And <laughs> yeah. So there'll be some costuming, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, as as just part of sort of one of the the, the scenes in the Nutcracker, uh, we will be present on stage. So yes. come and review our our pantomimes, everybody. Yeah, that's this, that'll be at the uh, the December twelfth performance. Yes, we'll be in the party scene in the first act. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, hopefully get to see some things behind the scenes at the ballet and maybe tell you a little bit about them. Right, what goes on behind the curtain. And also, um, uh, we will have some tickets to give away to the Nutcracker, to, to a different performance. Yes, uh, yes, so it runs until the 14th. We have tickets to give away to the 14th. Um, yes, and uh. we, there will be some sort of contest for that. Um, so yeah. keep checking our Twitter and Facebook. We'll make uh, a post about that probably within a week or two. Yeah, um, I think that we're gonna, probably going to close it right down on the 12th so that you can plan and, and then have your tickets for the Sunday, December 14th performance right. of the Nutcracker. I mean, I'm going to aim for a full-on standing ovation. We're going to close it down. We're Seriously, gonna... if any of you are at the December 12th performance and you want to tweet or Facebook us your review... Or give us a standing ovation yeah. <laughs> mid-scene. Um, um, all of that would be welcome. Yeah, we'll, we'll take it all. We will take it all. I don't think that the ballet will let us live tweet from the stage but we might just try <laughs> yeah, it depends on if the costume has pockets yeah. and how well I know phones and how well I trust autocorrect yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> might be some real weird tweets folks um, yeah but that's a thing uh, that's a thing. Yeah. What, what else is a thing, Fonda? Well, so the other thing that we were thinking, we were just sort of, you know, like driving back from the jube and feeling a little down about um, dance dance in film in, in general. And so we were like, maybe we should just ask um, for people to, to send us some of their favorite dance on film, dance YouTube videos or what have you. Um, right. It doesn't Vines, have to be... Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be people. If you have a favorite cat dancing video, um, <laughs> All of these are welcome to to be tweeted at us or or uh, Facebooked at us if if you're so inclined. Um, yeah, we're just we're just looking for your favorite dance videos of the year, the things that are online and available that that really were just like, man, that was a good one. Like see a chandelier video. I'm mm-hmm. gonna send that in to us certainly. Oh, you beat me to it yep, already. I already. So did well, it. what I would do then is I would send us if I can find it the SNL parody of the Sia Chandelier video with Jim Carrey and sure. Um, what's your um, name? Those <laughs> are those are ours, everybody. Um, if you have other videos um, of any of any length or, or duration, send them our way. And that yeah, would be just a throw thing. it on our Facebook or tweet it to us, and we're I think that's gonna be our sort of like year end. Thing. We're gonna right. just we'll, we'll like post those. We'll attribute you if you send it in, and we'll just sort of like 
chug through the best dance videos of the year. Yeah, there there is some dance coming up, so go watch it. Go see some dance, everybody. I Don't Get It is a podcast produced by Pablino, Fonda Mithrush, and Andrew Paul. It was recorded in a blanket fort in the Tall House on Alberta Avenue in Edmonton, Alberta. Our website is idontgetitdance.com. You can follow us on Twitter at I Don't Get It Dance, and you can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Our theme song is Mountain Time by Ghibli. Follow his music and check him out at ghibli.bandcamp.com. I'm sitting here thinking.